Hello everyone, welcome. My name is Aham and you're listening to Out of My Comfort Zone. I hope you're doing well and if not, I'm sending you all my love and hoping I hope things get better. Right, huge apologies because this episode is coming to you quite late. Um, my My life is just... I don't know like I just things happen one it's like like I start the week and then all of a sudden the week's over and I'm like what how did that happen um we're still getting an episode so it's fine like it's it's fine um but yeah um so today's episode is actually really really exciting because basically I'm going to talk about women don't want to be pretty by Florence Given um this book I've talked about this book in multiple episodes I I love Florence. I really truly do. This book has just transformed my life and I took a while reading it just because I wanted to take in so much information and I still go back whenever I need to to just like read certain things um you know to remind myself but this book is beautiful. Like it's such a beautiful coffee table book or like just looks great on your shelf. Like it's very pretty. Um the illustrations are incredible because Florence is an artist um and the message inside the book is also incredible um it is basically just like an introduction to feminism and I think it's a great way like if you're not like if someone doesn't knows nothing about feminism this book is great for them to kind of get into it um but she all Florence does talk about a few things that like I had never thought of or I'd never known um and that had like blown my mind um this book made me very emotional um and it's just I just I love this book I want every single person to read it um if you haven't read the book I don't know if this episode will spoil things for you because I will just like pick out I picked out I think four chapters um that I'm going to focus on and I'm going to take this message and what I've learned from them and just kind of share them back to you essentially that's what i'm gonna do so if you haven't read the book maybe don't listen to this episode um so i'm sorry about that but then you can always come back when you have uh, read the book because i think you should like i genuinely believe that every single person should read this book and i'm gonna keep this book forever and if i ever have kids i am handing them this book florence given will be a household name i i'm just obsessed with her i'm obsessed with everything and it's just so fascinating to me that she's literally like 22. I think she wrote this book when she was 21 though. Um, and I just, how incredible. Like we love successful women and we love like just seeing someone who's like so close in age to me. Like just doing great things and just having all this knowledge is insane to me that she's just this wise. Um, so yeah. something it'll make sense and then you'll just be you'll go back to your basic behavior and you'll just do whatever forgetting what you've learned even though you're aware that you shouldn't be doing it um but this is stop putting people on a pedestal um I tend to put people I tend to become attached to people um really easily especially just emotionally which is really annoying because I it just it happens it just it's who I am, you know, um, I'm working on it, and I'm trying, um, not to get as attached, but by not getting attached, I run away from people, which isn't okay, but I just struggle to kind of, I don't know, like, I think I just, I, any person that comes into my life, I just deeply care about them, and I 
just like so say i meet someone i become friends with them my brain just goes from zero to a hundred where i'm instantly like they're my best friend um like i want to spend time with them i want to talk to them and i you know i just i just care deeply for people um and obviously not everyone is going to treat you in the same way especially very early on in like a friendship or like even like a relationship um and that's something that i'm trying to work on because i i definitely idealize people and i romanticize them and i create this idea of who they are rather than who they actually are in my head and I become attached to the person that I think they're supposed to be rather than who they truly are Um, and that's my own fault because people are only going to act the way that they're going to act Um, if I create this idea of someone in my own head that's on me not on them because they don't have to act in the way that I created them they don't have to treat me in the way that I've created them in my head you know because the person that I've made them out to be in my head isn't actually who they are um so yeah like I just I put people on a pedestal I like just create ideas of people and then I get disappointed when they you know aren't the person who I expected them to be um so yeah she just basically talks about that and how like you know we like we're humans everyone is flawed people make mistakes people come with baggage um and we can't expect people to be perfect we because when you have these expectations people you're going to be disappointed and that's just the reality of it and I think I I don't know like I'm very much like I have very high standards there's a motorcycle going by I don't know if you can hear that but um it's really weird of him don't know where he is but um anyways um what was I saying I I have very high standards for people but I also have very low expectations so I like will meet someone and I think I just expect people to hurt me like I just do like I'm just kind of like they're gonna hurt me it's gonna happen and eventually like I just expect it and I either push people away before that can happen or I stick around you know long enough for them to actually end up hurting me and but so like the part from this chapter that I took that I thought was very important was that we need to realize that people don't owe us anything people owe you nothing and you owe the world nothing no one is obligated to treat you in a certain way and you're not obligated to treat anyone in a certain way when you create an idea of someone in your head and they don't live up to that that's on you because you created that idea and no one the thing is it's like if someone treats you badly motorbike is back um if people treat you badly that's them showing you who they are and you need to take that at face value and understand that that is who they are and you have to believe that um there's multiple times when you're gonna avoid red flags and you're just gonna you know think that like you're gonna make excuses especially when you care so deeply about someone you're gonna make excuses for them and you're gonna be like oh maybe they're going through this or they're going through that and like you're like but they didn't mean it but majority of the time people things that they like the thing is people who care about you aren't gonna hurt you people who genuinely want to be there for you who genuinely care about you aren't going to hurt you and that's how it works like when i think about people who have been 
in my life who never intended to hurt me they haven't you know they've always stood by me they've always been there for me um but then there's those people who have hurt me and then they continue to hurt me because I allowed them to stay in my life um to keep hurting me um and no one owes me anything those people don't owe me anything I should have just you know believed that that's just who the person that's who they are and sometimes people are incredibly selfish and they'll do anything for themselves um and no it's not okay and it's not okay to hurt people but you have the choice to walk away from those people and it is hard like it is so so hard um but I think that's why it's important to practice self-love and understand like your worth and set boundaries like creating boundaries is so important um and we just need to realize our worth and I needed this chapter the other day um so badly like I really did because I just get very attached to people and I find it very hard to not understand why they wouldn't want to treat me in the way that I've treated them or like why they'd want to go out of their way you know to like only talk to me when they're bored or like as a distraction um but also sometimes I like let that happen and like I'm okay with being a distraction. Like, I'm okay if you only want to speak to me when you're bored. And it's like, no, like, I deserve so much more than, you know, being a second option or, you know, running after people for their approval. Like, I don't need that validation. Like, there's people in my life that care about me and who I care, and I care about them. And I should be able to realize that I am whole without people. Um, and, yeah, I feel like sometimes you, the person that you're holding on to and putting them on this pedestal, you already know that deep down that they're not worth it, um, and you can tell, but you're just holding on to the what ifs. And the thing is, those what ifs don't exist. They they're not there, you know. Um, and you just have to let them go because, I think, you know, if people wanted to treat you, um, in the way that you truly deserve, they would okay so this chapter kind of goes hand in hand with that last chapter and it's you are the love of your own life but the section that i'm going to take from it is stop settling for crumbs you deserve the whole damn cake and i've talked about this in an episode before about people you know you know treating you as if you're a crumb instead of you know handing you the whole cake and i needed to talk about this again because I need the reminder. I need to read this over and over again until I get it into my head um, that I deserve the whole damn cake. I deserve to be treated in the same way that I'm going to treat someone else. I need someone to treat me in the way that I treat myself. And the thing is, I've realized that recently I haven't been very kind to myself. And I think I've just been struggling a lot just in like my mental health and just dealing with self-esteem which is something that for like the past year I've been had like any major self-esteem issues and like I have just been very okay with I you know been in love with myself and I have been able to like truly just be me and you know love myself and the thing is like I don't know what like I think it could just be like seasonal depression just kind of kicking my ass um and it's not even that like I look at myself and I don't um like the way that I look because 
I feel like for me that isn't necessarily a problem it's more so running after validation and approval that I know I do not need from people that I I don't know like just people that I truly like deeply care about or at least I think I do even though I know it's I don't care it's not that I um how to explain this it's like it's not the person that I want it's the attachment and it's the attachment that I created and it's this the idea of that person is what I truly want um but that person can't give me the whole cake they were crumbing me the entire time and I re- I've known this for months and months that I was a crumb to them and they would pop into my life when they needed to and they'd leave when they felt like it when they were bored or they needed a distraction I was there and I allowed myself to be that person for this person and I just kept it going for so so long that they as soon as someone else came along like I definitely I didn't matter because I never mattered I they, I was never a priority to that person I would I and I allowed this for myself because I let myself be available to them whenever they needed Um, and I realized that I need to take a step back and I needed to read this chapter and understand that I need to stop chasing after people who want nothing to do with me and I need to stop you know checking in on people who aren't never gonna check it check in on me and so yeah I that oh I I was gonna say is I wrote because I wrote on a sticky note on this chapter and how like I would rather keep in contact with certain people because you know any attention is better than none which is such a problem like that's such a bad way to think like what is wrong with me like why am I craving attention from someone who doesn't like I know that they don't think about me at all like at all like I do not cross their mind unless they are bored or they're feeling lonely um and part of me was just okay with that like I was like oh it's fine like because they'll talk to me, you know, at least once a week, and they'll be fine, um, that's not fine, that is not okay, um, and Florence talks about this a lot, and it's my, I think it's definitely one of my favorite chapters, um, because she says, you're not a source of energy for others to take, this is your table, you set the standards, and you choose who gets this seat, which is so true, the people who you accept into your life, those who you decide to befriend, those who you decide to date, those people you decide who you want in your life and you get that choice and it's important and I'm saying this I'm putting this out there for myself as well because I need to remind myself that I know my standards and I'm not about to lower them just because I have moments where I feel sad and I you know get lonely and I'm like oh like this person makes me feel good because the thing is it's not that they necessarily make me feel good in the long run because yes in the moment it's that temporarily temporary attachment that I got from them and it's the it's the comfort it's the talking to someone them understanding you and you know they're them I don't know like they're just comforting you know and then in a couple of days I'll be crying because I realize that they never cared you know and that's not okay because I should be able to have people in my life who want to speak to me 
all the time and who want make me a priority and I make them a priority not just someone who comes and goes and is like oh like you know it's grand like uh I can just give her piece piece of this crumb she'll be okay with it like she'll hold on to that crumb for months and months and months why would I give her the whole cake because she's not giving herself the cake you know um I deserve the whole cake and I don't need to get the cake from anyone else I can give the cake to myself um you know I I think I need to remind myself that I would rather be sat at a table alone than be given crumbs by people like I would rather have a whole cake that I made but for myself knowing that I put time and love into that cake than receive something that was half-assed by someone who was just deciding to pop in into my life whenever they they felt like it next chapter is protect your energy i love this chapter um i love all the illustrations as well um i love the entire book but um this chapter is so important because it's so important for us to protect our energy it's so important for you to realize that you can't put all your happiness into other people you can't expect them to hand you um your worth or your happiness you can't expect this validation or approval from other people because people come and go you know they'll come into your life and they'll leave but if you have and you understand your worth by yourself and you're able to make yourself happy by yourself you are invincible like i genuinely believe people who are okay with being by themselves and are just comfortable being them you know alone are so incredibly powerful than those who constantly need people and i think that i'm so fine being alone i like spending time alone and I know my worth and I'm able to be happy within myself but there are moments in my life when I expect that from other people and I'm setting this goal for myself that this time next year I am going to be so powerful because I'm going to protect my energy and I'm going to prioritize my time and I'm not letting anyone into my circle my little bubble who doesn't care who and who doesn't deserve to be you know, in my bubble, because you need to think about people who get to know you, people who learn about, like, the people that you meet in your life, and you tell them this, these, oh, why can't I speak today? I feel like I can never speak, but anyways, you meet people, you get to know them, you tell them things about your life, you're giving them all this information, that is a privilege, it is a privilege to know you, and I think we need to remind ourselves that anyone that comes into your life that is such a privilege like that person is so so incredibly lucky that you have taken your time to befriend that person to date that person to allow them to know things about you is a privilege and if that person doesn't recognize that then they don't deserve to know you at all like if someone doesn't realize your how important you are and they can't treat you in the way that you truly deserve they don't deserve to be in your life full stop and I think it's so important for us to start cutting out people in our lives that don't deserve to be in it um and I think if we I think think as Florence McGiven says that like think about the person you could be if you stop searching for the value in your ability to fix others and put that energy into yourself and your own life imagine the sheer power and confidence you would radiate imagine like Oh, I just think about like how powerful I could be and that person is who I want to be and I know she exists and I know she's out there I just need 
to stop trying to please everyone. I need to stop trying to, you know, make people like me or um, not like when I don't understand why someone doesn't want to speak to me or why, like I'll question what, why I wasn't enough. And the thing is, it's not that I wasn't enough. Like I'm always enough. I'm whole. And people that get who meet me are so privileged to know me it's the fact that that person wasn't enough for me and it's not that I wasn't enough for them it's that I was I was on a different path and they were on a different path and we were never gonna see the same thing Um, and that's okay like people come into your life and they go but I think it's so important for us to protect our energy and to realize how important um we are and I think it's also very important to take time to recognize your toxic behavior um because the thing is we all have we're all a little bit toxic people who say they're not toxic are lying because we all we're all a little bit toxic every single one of us I know my toxic traits I'm aware of them and I'm working on them and I am trying my best to work around them and to like be like this isn't okay and remind myself that the way I'm acting isn't okay because I can't expect people to I've like a really like I process my emotions really slowly I don't understand my emotions majority of the time and I tend to push people away and that's really manipulative you know and it's not okay for me to push people away just because I'm dealing with stuff um when I could simply just be like "Mm, I'm just you know kind of going through the emotions right now but like you know I still care about you um or like if I do this thing where like if I care about someone so much and I'm like I just love talking to them and I love having them in my life I get really scared they're gonna run away eventually and they're gonna leave so I just I'm like I'm just gonna pack my bags and leave never talk to you again not gonna tell you why and that's so bad like that's awful behavior but I'm working on it and I think that's the only thing that we can do as humans is work it's recognize that behavior and work on it and try our best to be better um because that's that's all I ever want is to you know be a better person um like every day I just try to be you know a better me um but yeah it's time for us to start you know protecting our energy and you know check in with ourselves see you know how much energy you're giving to other people see how much energy you're giving to yourself set boundaries setting boundaries are so so important um because it protects you from it protects you from not only other people but from yourself because when you set these boundaries and you're like right people are allowed to cross those but you you are also aware that you can't cross those boundaries with other people and so incredibly incredibly important to recognize that and yeah like I think we just need to spend more time just checking in with ourselves and just you know when you're just kind of like you know when you're upset, check in with yourself and reckon, try to see where that sadness is coming from because most of the time you'll probably be able to tell where it's coming from and sometimes sometimes you're sad for no reason but if people are making you sad and they continue to make you sad, you don't need them in your life. They don't deserve that seat at the table um, because remember, you deserve the whole cake. So this next chapter is women do not exist to satisfy the male gaze. I find um reading and just learning about like internalized male gaze is so interesting and so fascinating to like realize how much we perform for men. It's kind of scary, kind of terrifying. Um, 
highly recommend reading into that but she talks a little bit about it um in her book but the chap- the part of the chapter i'm going to be talking about is how much of my femininity is who i truly am and how much of it is a product of patriarchal brainwashing to exist for male consumption when i read this i had an ad- identity crisis i've been going through an identity crisis for the last few months because of this little part of this book um but it's like who who are you like who are you truly like who is aham i think about the fact that right this is who i am i'm aham like okay great and i express myself through the clothes that i wear right and i obviously present myself in a very feminine way um, and i always have and i you know when i read this chapter this part of this book because she talks about like you know who Florence Given is really and like how there might be someone like deep down like inside of her that she hasn't unlocked like that part of herself that she doesn't know exists um and so this had me thinking because I grew up with my mom and my two sisters um so I was surrounded by women um everything that I've ever known is very feminine I've always been quite girly um and i vote you know like i've been traditionally feminine my entire life essentially um i did go through that um wife feminism stage of my life um when i was like because i think i learned about feminism when i was like eight or nine and that wasn't real feminism it was white feminism where i was you know a pick me girl and i was like i don't like other girls you know and it's like i hate the color pink i feel like we all went through that stage though a lot of us where it was like i hate the color pink because it's a girly color and i'm not like other girls i do not like the color pink um and i refuse to wear skirts and dresses and i wasn't necessarily masculine i still looked very much feminine I, it was just in my head i wasn't wearing pink i was wearing purple i don't know you know crazy um but yeah so I was just thinking about the fact that this is who I am right I present myself very feminine you know I'm a woman people perceive me as a woman and I've always just been a woman and um I was just kind of like but is this who I truly am like is this the way I want to be like is the way I dress the way I want to dress like is it influenced by other people and like I just like I don't even know how to explain it just because I was going through it and I was like this is so insane to me because I was like oh my gosh like could you imagine if I had grown up like if I had grown up with brothers and you know a dad my life would have been completely different obviously and I think I would have you know been a different person but obviously I'm never gonna know because I cannot can't go back and change the past or whatever um so this is who I am and the thing is I feel comfortable being a woman and being me and being perceived as a woman and dressing feminine I I do like this is I know that this is who I am and when I do pick clothes now they're I'm picking clothes based on off of what I like and it's not to I'm not thinking oh like other other people going to find this attractive or whatever like I dress for myself and but I think it's really interesting how in this part of the book like Florence talks about how like a lot like a lot of the time like the things that we do is for men because we grow up in a society where as women and as girls we are expected to just constantly think about what men want from us and which is so crazy like even like um like the different part of her book where she talks about how like 
oh like when you're walking home at night obviously as women like we're we're told like we're you know conditioned to believe that you can't walk at night in the dark by yourself if you're alone because you're a girl you, you will probably get kidnapped um something terrible will happen to you um and so these are things that we do because we're conditioned to think about things that men are gonna do in a way and I was just like what the like everything that we do is like you might take the long way home because it might be safer and you might dress in a certain way because you don't want men to think that you're provocative or um I don't know like even like you might not you know necessarily feel like safe even within like your own body um but like where and she mentions here like we've been trained and socialized to be disgusted by our own bodies for male consumption and capitalist profit which is so true because even like when you think about insecurities and stuff and she talks about this that's insecurities aren't real they're social construct and capitalism capitalism wants you to hate yourself so that you buy these products to make yourself look a certain way and social beauty standards are created by capitalism but essentially created by men and what men want um so i don't know that book that chapter in the book just really gave me a whole identity crisis and i was like oh my god like am i a woman it wasn't even necessarily like am i a woman it was like because obviously gender is not real gender is a social construct but i was like do i not feel like am i was like am i a girl like is this who i am and I was very confused. And I was kind of growing through it, you know, even like looking into pronouns and stuff. And I never, I don't know, I, what I've realized is I don't necessarily fit into the category of being non, non-binary. Because I am, I do feel connected to being a woman and womanhood. Um, and I'm comfortable with that. I think I just have moments where being a woman is so hard in this world where I would rather not be one so I would rather you know be perceived as nothing I'm like don't perceive me don't acknowledge me I am nothing and so I was like going in between like she they pronouns which I am completely opposed to but I don't I feel like I don't know I think I was just trying to neglect that part of myself that was like I am a woman I was like I don't know um but yeah I said I don't know if that's made any sense but like I don't know like sometimes we have to question these things and the things that we know and the things that we've been told and brought up and I might think a certain way because it's all that I've ever known so I, I don't know when I was reading that I was like oh my god like who, who am I like is this who I want to be um and like every day I just think about the fact that I can be whoever the hell I want to be I don't have to stick to anything I don't have to you know fit into um what society wants me to be I'm gonna be whoever the hell I want to be because I choose to be that person um but yeah if you want to honestly if you want to go through a whole identity crisis this book is great um like so like so many chapters have resonated with me and I would love to talk in depth about them with people um but I'm not going to obviously do it like through this podcast just because I don't want to copyright Florence Given she deserves you know we all deserve um no what was I saying oh yeah you all need to just go buy a book and read it for yourself and see what resonates with you um I know some people might not it might not you know relate some people may not relate to it but I definitely did and I was able to pick up on a lot of it um and just a lot of it just you know hit really close to home and I just 
I just think about this book constantly because I feel like I just learned a lot and I'm very grateful for Florence Given and her brain, her magical, magical brain. Um, but yeah. So we've come to the end of um, the episode and the quote that I've chosen is from Florence's book and this is a really pretty illustration um, but it's from the chapter Are They Intimidating or Am I Intimidated which is a really good chapter and I highly recommend it because you know women and internalized misogyny it ain't cute so get rid of it because I promise you women don't hate you you know women don't hate you and we're not supposed the problem is men it's always men um but I didn't want to talk about that chapter just because I I didn't want I just felt like that that one's a good one for you to just read on your own um and just yeah but anyways um the quote is maybe I'm too much maybe my abundance just reminds you that you're lacking um and I love that I really I truly do because like I've talked about before, gratitude is, you know, really important to me and I think it's really important to remember that you're never too much and I think I heard this a lot um, and I I feel like I've always almost kind of um, stopped myself sometimes from being truly who I am because I'm scared of being too much and being in people's faces and the thing is you're never too much and um, some people just ain't enough and um. I think people who tell you this are simply like lacking in abundance and they don't love themselves enough um, and they wish they were as confident um, in themselves as you are. Um, but yeah, that is all. I'm super sorry for, you know, posting this late. But um, yeah, thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. Goodbye.